0: Tres turistes nord-americans a Jerusalem. Dos joves palestins en la recerca de donar sentit a una vida de misèria i opressió. Gus de Cendra porta a l'escenari de la Sala Montaner la realitat de l'Orient Mitjà. Gus de Cendra, de Guillem Clua, dirigida per Josep Sala. Del 23 d'abril al 25 de maig, a la Sala Montaner. Reserva ja les teves entrades. La decana, administración de Loteria número 1 de Barcelona, al centro Comercial Diagonal Mar, si la buscas la trobes. La decana, Primitivas Bonoloto El Gordo, Primitiva Europea, Loteria Nacional dijous i dissabtes. La decana de Barcelona, si la buscas la trobes. Centro Comercial Diagonal Mar, la decana. Telèfon 93 552 51 07. 93 552 51 07. A Barcelona, administración de Loteria número 1. La decana, la teva sort.
1: Cataluña información. ¡Bondí, son los Now! situació del trànsit a aquesta hora equip viari. Bé, destaquem dos quilòmetres de cua a la 2, a l'autovia Lleida, a l'altura de Torreferrera, sentit Barcelona, conseqüència d'unes obres. També hi ha trams de retenció llargs a la Ronda d'Alt, sobretot sentit Trinitat, perquè a l'altura de Via Júlia hi ha hagut una topada que dificulta la circulació. Presó incondicional per mare i filla detingudes per l'assassinat dilluns de la presidenta de la Diputació de Lleó, Isabel Carrasco.
2: Sembla que haurien acabat la seva declaració a les 4 de la matinada i llavors ja les haurien traslladat al centre penitenciari.
1: La Confederació de Sindicats de la Funció Pública de Turquia ha convocat una vaga avui, primer dia de dol, per la que s'anomena la Massacre de Soma.
2: Ja són 282 els miners morts en el pitjor accident d'aquesta mena a la història del país. La tragèdia s'ha girat en contra del primer ministre Recep Tayyip Erdogan. L'acusen de negligència
1: La Marató d'aquest any es dedicarà a les malalties del cor, com les cardiopaties o les angines
2: de pit. Unes afeccions que provoquen cada any la mort de 13.000 persones a Catalunya i n'afecten 105.000. La Marató es farà el diumenge 14 de desembre, ho ha anunciat al Matí de Catalunya Ràdio el director de la Fundació de la Marató, Lluís Bernabé.
1: El servei de missatgeria mòbil WhatsApp ha caigut aquest matí, però la se s'ha fa molt poca estona.
2: L'últim problema amb WhatsApp el van patir els usuaris el mes de febrer. Aquest servei té uns 450 milions de clients
1: actius. Tortosa serà l'escenari aquest migdia d'una trobada entre els alcaldes de la zona afectada pel projecte Castó i el conseller d'Interior Ramon Espadalé.
2: Els assistents analitzaran el primer informe que ja senyala el magatzem Somarí com a causa de la crisi sísmica de finals de l'any passat.
1: Un treballador mort a prop d'un centenar de ferits i diverses fàbriques cremades. És l'últim balanç de les protestes anti al sud de Vietnam.
2: La Xina té plans per buscar petroli en una illa en disputa amb el Vietnam. Pekín demana a les autoritats vietnamites que prenguin mesures efectives per protegir la seva població I els seus béns.
1: El Saló del Còmic de Barcelona obre les portes aquest matí amb una gran exposició dedicada a la guerra vista pels dibuixants amb més de 500 originals.
2: El certament també presenta mostres dedicades a personatges com Llobetó, Batman o Popeye. Catalunya
1: Informació. En esports, Guillermo Amor deixarà de ser el director tècnic del futbol formatiu del Barça.
0: La notícia la va confirmar i avançar el Club de la mitjanit de Catalunya Ràdio li van comunicar dimarts. El Barça li oferirà una altra responsabilitat. És la segona decisió important que es pren amb el futbol formatiu després que Albert Puig tampoc continuarà com a coordinador. Avui s'acomiada del club, Carles Puyol. I
1: el Sevilla és el campió de la Lliga Europa. Ahí
0: van guanyar el Banfic a la tanda de penals després que el partit i la pròrroga van acabar amb empat a zero. Avui faran les celebracions per aquest tercer títol a la competició. A l'Euroliga de Bàsquet, el Barça és a Milà, on demà jugarà contra el Madrid l'accés a la final. A l'NBA, Miami, San Antonio ja són a la final de conferència.
1: Poques novetats pel que fa al temps. Cel, serè, tret d'alguna buirina matinal i alguns núvols prims a l'extrem sud. Es mantindrà l'àmbient fresc a l'interior i fred al Pirineu.
2: Tramuntana, que continuarà bufant a l'Empordà a migdia de sol i més calor màximes entre 20 i 25 graus a Ponent i més altes al sud. Temperatures ara mateix 10 graus a Sabadell, al Vallès Occidental i també al Mas Roig, al Priorat. A 11 graus a Lloret de Mar a la Selva i 8 a Pinós al Solsonès.
1: RKB Sensis.no fama.
3: Don't know much about, Don't know about English about Prockley Business Communication tiene la confianza de corporaciones multinacionales pymes y individuos para su formación one to one de inglés de alta calidad ¿Eres un profesional y quieres solucionar este tema pendiente de forma definitiva? Llámame a mí Andrew Prockley al 934 cien 100, ciento inglés en barcelona.com cockney business communication te mostrará qué maravilloso puede ser este mundo cuando dominas el idioma del inglés
0: tres turistas norteamericanos a jerusalén dos joves palestins en la recerca de donar sentit a una vida de misèria i opressió Gus de Cendra porta a l'escenari de la Sala Montaner la realitat de l'Orient Mitjà Gus de Cendra, de Guillem Clua dirigida per Josep Sala del 23 d'abril al 25 de maig a la Sala Montaner Reserva ja les teves entrades Per acompanyar un sec ofereix-li el teu colze Protegeix el teu espai i el seu. Avisa'l en els llocs estrets perquè es situï darrere teu i avisa'l dels esglaons en pujada
3: o baixada. Sense afany de lucre, un programa del Tercer Sector. Tots els dijous de 9 a 11 del vespre a Ràdio Canal Barcelona al 106.9 de la FM. Amb Manel Martí.
4: Good morning, Barcelona. This is CNV in the morning on English Radio Thursdays, 106.9, Radio Canal Barcelona. And with me, after a long time, is my partner Cecilia. Seems like it's been forever, Cece. I know. Well, we're going to spend some time talking a bit today about the concept of being happy within the context of today's life. And speaking of which, Cecilia's going to start us off with a little local news and weather.
5: That's right. So, the weather today will be lovely with temps hitting around 20 to 21 degrees later this afternoon. Enjoy the spring sunshine today and tomorrow. The weekend, we'll see the same temps with some clouds as well, unfortunately. But it's still going to be nice and sunny out there, so that's good.
4: That's very good.
5: I know. I feel like this whole weather has been just yeah, lift in my mood.
4: Well, at least the sun is out. So yes, I don't mind a little chill in the air, even a little rain. As long as the sun is out, I'm very happy.
5: Actually, I love a little chill in the air because then when it gets to be like 30 degrees and yes. you can't breathe and it's humidity <laughs> and everything, that is not so fun. This is I used to live in Seattle. This is like a gorgeous summer day in Seattle. Yeah,
4: right. Without <laughs> the rain.
5: Exactly. <laughs> now for some local news. For those of you living in the Sanz neighborhood, the Mercado de Sanz has reopened after five years of construction and rehabilitation. In a surprise move, the market will be open all day. So no lunchtime shutdowns, which I can't think of another market in the city, maybe La Boqueria, where it's pretty much available to you all day long. It's going to have air conditioning, which is great for almost summer opening, and parking. Really? And very, very practical. Okay. Especially practical. In art news, this is cool. So this upcoming Saturday, the 17th, the city will host the Night of Museums. Over 70 spaces will participate with free act- entrance and activities. They're listed on the website, la nit dels Museos, L-A-N-I-T-D-E-L-S-M-U-S-E-U-S dot B-C-N dot cat. And the spaces will be open from 7 p.m. till 1 a.m. That's really one of the
4: coolest things about the city. I did that last year. I'm looking forward to doing it this year. And it's a great day just to go out. And if you haven't had a chance to go to the museums, if you didn't want to spend the money, just to go to a lot of museums. It's a great, great way to get the family out, have fun, get a little bit of culture, and have a great night out.
5: Yeah, and actually on that website they have something that's really cool. They actually have six different routes that you can take through different neighborhoods. Hmm. So, you know, you're not gonna hit all seventy in one night. No. So you might want to just say, you know, I feel like walking around Gracia or right. you know, Suns or wherever and they actually have some walking routes already set up in place for you. So
4: that's very cool.
5: Yeah. And of course, in sports news, unless you've been living under a rock, you might have heard that Barca will be playing Atletico de Madrid, not only for uh, winning the game, but also for the chance to be the champions of the Spanish League this weekend, with both teams tying in their previous games, which was kind of crazy. Yes. I was yes. kind of listening to both games at the same time, and you're like, what? Yeah. What? <laughs> How can this be happening? And so, you know, it's neck and neck.
4: This has not been a great year for Barca.
5: This is, no, it has not been a great year for Barca. No. But at least I mean it's there are teams where they don't even get this far so hey there's some silver lining in this cloud but maybe.
4: We're, we're used to excellence though that's the whole thing I know we're used to them being at the top you know unquestionably we're used to them you know blowing everybody off the field and that they're here just being a little above average is it's it's not our vibe it's no. not you
5: know, no, it's not <laughs> that's right if I were out there on that pitch,
4: that would be very good because you out there, somebody, somebody trying to get the ball past you, you know, in this current state here would be, you know, uh, very interesting. You yeah, would be for able to. for the listeners move too that well. don't know, I'm,
5: I'm massively <laughs> pregnant right now. I don't think he's he's not trying to insult my girth or something. So uh, for now, let's talk about hopefully the good times that will be coming, not just for Barça but for everyone here. So coming up now, we've got "Good Times" by Sheik.
4: And that was Chic with their hit Good Times. It's been one of those sample songs of all time because it obviously has a great beat, you know, great lyric, and uh, one that we have to ask ourselves, you know, how do we really celebrate the good times with everything that's been going on here in the last few years? Uh, many songs came out of the depression of the 30s, and we've had now, coming out of the recession of 2008, we're seeing you know, signs of life, signs of happiness, maybe. We see the stock market really going uh, gangbusters in the U.S., uh, not as much in Europe, but you know, signs strongly in Spain. We're seeing a reduction in terms of the cost of money. But, again, unemployment is still far from being resolved. The debate over equitable wages continues globally, and consumer confidence really continues its decline. So are happy days really here again?
5: Well, I think a lot of it depends where you are. <laughs> yeah. And what you make, according to some, so you know the UN actually just started in 2012. It's very new, mm-hmm. doing kind of a happiness uh, measurement where they they look at the happiest and, and and the not so happiest countries in the world. So who's the happiness? Well, um, basically that distinction goes to countries that have the kind of they're looking at six factors altogether. So there's the the real GDP per capita,
6: mm-hmm.
5: healthy life expectancy. This is an interesting one. Having someone to count on, so I guess not being completely lonely. Mm-hmm. Perceived freedom to make life choices, and I like how the UN says perceived. Right, <laughs> right. Feels very like
4: <laughs> right. The reality is that we don't always have choices. Exactly. Right.
5: Freedom from corruption huh. and generosity.
4: Well, that knocks out a lot of countries.
5: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it does. It truly does. And generosity. So the the five top countries are Denmark, Norway, Sweden. Um, Netherlands and Switzerland.
4: Interesting. Canada
5: is sixth, I think. Okay. The States is 17th. Yeah.
4: What's... And
5: Spain is 38th on the list. Wow. So. Which, which kind of surprises me because having yeah. lived in the States and living here, I feel like pe- people in some ways have a, um, a better quality of life in the everyday living
4: no here. No so question about it.
5: So I found it very surprising that, you know, according to all these different methods and, and measurements, that Spain was 38 versus the States being 17. Well, I think,
4: you know, part of our – when we look at Spain, we're looking at Catalonia. Which is not Spain in That's many, many true. ways. That's and true. we look at the economic life in Catalonia. We look at the social and cultural life in Catalonia. It's not Spain. Mm. Yeah, we have a much stronger economy. We have a much richer quality of life. A much li- richer uh, cultural life. We have many more things there that uh, equate maybe more to almost a United States lifestyle in terms of access to much of everything. We've got a great uh, access to food in terms of what we produce here in Catalonia. We That's have, uh, you know, we talk about the Knights of the Museums. We've got a great group of museums here that Look really true. are not uh, equal in many, many places. So we started looking at it. Uh, I think Catalonia is really different, and probably the rest of Spain might be, be a negative factor in terms of dragging down the uh, the numbers.
5: Right. I don't know. I would just think that, you know, just the way that society is built here, things like having someone to count on might be easier for someone here than in the States. You know, there's a lot of uh, lonely people in the States, the families move far away, and maybe you don't really have as, as many people to count on in your everyday life. So I, I don't know, I found it sort of surprised. I was totally expecting Spain to be on top right, of, right. of the States.
4: Well, think you look at the States too, part of it is that uh, the marginalization of people, I know like in New York, and you can relate to that too from having been there, mm-hmm. uh, it's very clicky. You know, you have to, if you're in a certain neighborhood or a certain club, you know, you you have to go to the same country club, you go to the same gym or people in the same building and mothers organize play dates for their kids and Mm -hmm. everybody gets a group and that group becomes a a integral unit that it's tough to get into if you're a newcomer.
5: Right, right.
4: And and so even, even if you've been there a while, you're in your own group, somebody's in their other group and if you're not in that group. I remember in uh, the South when I was still back in the textile business, if you didn't go to a certain church or you didn't go to the same country club, you could really be out there all by yourself uh, alone. So I understand that to a great extent, uh, the ability to relate to people and have someone who can relate to you and accept you within that society makes it a lot more comfortable and a lot more easy.
5: It also might be something about perception. I mean, uh, uh, one thing Americans are is optimistic Yes. And so when they say things like perceive freedom to make choices, you know, in the States, people uh, feel like they've, they're they free to do whatever they want, even though they might not be. And maybe here people are a little more realistic <laughs>
6: about well, what I their
4: think, freedoms think, are. Well, I think also the, it goes with, you know, we start talking about the States and we talk about opportunity. Mm. There is a perception in the States, and I think also a reality, that if I can think it, I can do it. That's true. Yeah. Where here, uh, people might have wonderful ideas, but they feel limited by tradition or limited by what uh, uh, their particular status is within the community, and they right, don't. Or what's normally right, done, right? And they don't think that I can do something outside of these current strictures of what society and the community and family says I should be able to do. Where in America you don't have that same kind of limitation, you know, you yeah. uh, you're freer. To fail, which I think is a great freedom. I think the ability to uh, fail is one of the great learning lessons that we all can have in terms of development from a personal standpoint and from a business standpoint.
5: Yeah. Well, you know, and that's something we're definitely going to want to talk about when when we come back in terms of what are the things that make people happy? I mean, the UN uses these measurements to kind of say what, what they can extrapolate information, but what really makes people happy on a, on a day-to-day basis? What are the things that you need to have in your life and order to be a happy person. Absolutely.
4: Look so, forward to it.
5: Yeah. <laughs> so for now, though, we're going to listen to a little Leona Lewis with her song about being Someone happy.
7: once told me that you have to choose what you win or lose You can't have everything Don't you take chances You might feel the pain Don't you love in vain Cause love won't set you free I could stand by the side And watch this life pass me by So unhappy But safe as could be So what if it hurts me So what Be happy,
6: yeah.
7: Holding on tightly, just can't let it go. Just trying to play my role. Slowly disappear, well, all these days, they feel like they're the same. Just different faces, different names.
4: That was Leona Lewis singing about finding happiness and love. Another interesting concept given that the divorce rate in the US is almost fifty percent and approaching sixty percent in the UK, is love and happiness really two very separate things.
5: Well, you know, romantic love can definitely be a part of person of uh, person's happiness, but it can't be all of it. Most people list getting married as one of their top three happiest moments, along with having kids. And get this. This was actually, I love this statistic, having their sports team win a championship. <laughs> so Super Bowl in the States maybe here would be, you know, La Liga, Champions League or something. I'm still, I'm still one of from, the biggest happiest moments my, in I'm waiting life.
4: for my Giants to repeat.
5: Right? <laughs> well, what I love about that is that, you know, getting married, having kids, that's something that you personally do. Whether your sports team wins something is completely arbitrary in terms of it's nothing that you have any control over, and yet it's one of the happiest moments in people's lives. That's so I true. guess not That's all of it has true. to do with something you can personally affect. Some of it's just being there at the right place, right time.
4: Well, I think also the thing, you know that uh, sports has become such a big thing in, in the world today, not just only in America, but uh, we identify. With our teams. And somehow the team is a representation of us in many ways. Absolutely. So uh, we take pride in their success and it becomes our success as well. Even
5: though we have nothing to do with
4: it. Well, (laughs) if we buy a ticket, maybe. (laughs) That's true. And if we watch watch it on TV, that's something to do. But uh, no, I think uh, that makes sense.
5: Well, we have another song coming up from uh, Paolo Conte in Italian off his album Wonderful called Via Con Me. Via,
8: via, vieni via di qui. Niente più ti lega questi luoghi, neanche questi fiori azzurri. Via, via, neanche questo tempo grigio. Pieno di musica E di uomini che ti sono piaciuti It's wonderful, it's wonderful, it's wonderful Good luck my baby, it's wonderful, it's wonderful, it's wonderful It's wonderful, I dream of you Chips, chips Do 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 do, do. do, 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 do. that's wonderful. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Good luck, my baby. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. So wonderful. I dream of you, chips, chips. Do 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 chips, chips. Chip. do do do. do, do. un bagno caldo, c'è una cappa toio azzurro, fuori piove un mondo freddo. That's wonderful, that's wonderful, that's wonderful, good luck my baby, that's wonderful, it's wonderful, that's wonderful, I dream of you. Chips, 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 do do, do do, do, boom, chip, do do, do do, do, boom, chip, do do, do do do
5: Well, that was uh, Paolo Conte again with Via Comé, one of my favorite little tunes. Well, I
4: like it because, it's you know, first of all, it's got a nice little beat to it and you kind of feel happy, you know, just listening to it and bopping around. But then, you know, the counterpart, as we were just talking about, is that... He has this jaded voice, oh, like, totally. like, I've been down this road, I I've, I've seen this all, you know, it's like, okay, it's all right, I can go with it, but, you know, give me something to race my engine.
5: I know, it's it's <laughs> a nice contrast to the, like, really peppy background music, and then he's like, eh, eh, you know, <laughs> the whole time. I think that's why I like it so much, it's like, mm-hmm. even he can find the wonder right. in the world. Right. <laughs> so, you know, speaking of men and happiness, there's been uh, lots of studies done about what makes men happy. Honestly, more, more studies than what makes women happy, which is interesting because a lot of men say happy wife, happy life. They lie. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, obviously having strong social relationships is really important. They did a study at Harvard. They've been doing a study at Harvard, actually, I think for the past, I think it's like 70 years or something, following these Harvard students um, that graduated. It's called the Grant Study. Um, it's still ongoing and basically found that men at least because this is just they just looked at men found the capacity to love and be loved was the single strength most clearly associated with a subjective well-being at the age of 80
4: I think that makes sense because the the again speaking as a man and no we anywhere near 80 but the thing is that uh, Relationships are important, and mm-hmm. I think the ability to have you know a relationship with someone that you find attractive that they find you attractive there's a uh, it's a nice endorphin that gets produced in you it's a good feeling uh, when you have someone who looks at you and they look at you with you know love and respect and admiration and desire those all are really really great things and I think uh, part of it when we start talking about you know happy wife, happy life, I think the thing is that it really is a balance between two people. And it's not one side that I've got to work solely on just making her happy and she's got to work solely on making me happy. The idea, I think, ultimately, at least from my standpoint from you know a while, is that you create an environment and with each of you, can find happiness. Each Mm -hmm. of you find things that uh, work and provide enjoyment and contentment and a desire to continue this thing you've got going. I think uh, we've seen, like in the States, uh, people equate happiness with stuff, that the acquisition, well, Mm -hmm. if I can buy her, you know, a new ring or buy a new car, you know, or she can go out and buy all the clothes and shoes she wants, then she should be happy and really, I find with with a lot of women, I won't say most women, but uh, a lot of the women I've come in contact with, what they really respond to ultimately is communication. Mm-hmm. Being able to have someone to say talk. Say it again, brother. <laughs> so true. Have someone to talk to, have someone who will listen to them, mm-hmm. You know, who will be able to share things and be able to just talk about the day, talk about the moment, talk about what's in the news, talk about life. And uh, that in itself i found has been probably a lot more satisfying than just you know, dropping a load of stuff on them because the stuff goes away, but the experiences, the life, the communication, the sharing, mm. that doesn't go away.
5: Well, you know, that kind of also leads into another study where they said a lot of men found that their 60s were some of their happiest times because, you know, the rat race in terms of career is over. They can kind of settle down. You know, they they know what they want. They know how they want it. They know how they want to do things. And so at that point in their lives, they're, they're, they don't worry about the small stuff, the little hassles. I think that's part of it, too. In their own relationships, they've kind of worked out a lot of the cranks, mm. <laughs> wrinkles, and you know who you're with at that stage.
4: Well, I think that that's, that's, that's true. I mean, you get to the point where you begin to accept the other person's uh, idiosyncrasies. You know, mm-hmm. you know, Well, I discovered early on, uh, for instance, uh, we first got married. First thing I discovered is that we need to have separate bathrooms. that you know to anybody out there who's looking for a relationship always find a two bathroom apartment because you know in the mornings you don't want to play bump and run in the bathroom together you know two people who are just trying to you know work it out so uh that that's that's you know that's one of the secrets to a long and healthy relationship but i think you know you're you're right in that uh people tend to find those things that produce comfort that feels good being there. And it's not always just a matter of having stuff, especially it's not a matter of having stuff. It's just a matter of having a relationship yeah, and, and having someone there that, you know, you just reach out and touch their hand and they know exactly what you're feeling, what they're saying and all the rest of it.
5: Yeah, exactly. They know your history. You don't need to explain anything.
4: Absolutely. And, but again, in the sixties, I'm trying to think now, uh, are they, were they better than the fifties? I don't know. I think if you, if you do life right, all along, every decade has its great moments, and uh, yeah, getting to the 60s, uh, if you're looking at thinking of being toward the end of your life, and yet yeah, maybe you don't care, but like with me, uh, I'm still doing stuff. I'm looking to invent myself every day. I'm looking to find something new and exciting and different. Well, so that's still, what you
5: should be doing, uh, you know, doing a, things, planning your happiness is another thing. But, but before we get into that, and we should definitely talk about yes. what planning your happiness means. Oh, yeah,
4: definitely. We're going to talk about that.
5: Um, we, have to, we have to go back to the idea of, of that love that you feel with someone and that's, mm. that connection with someone and maybe having someone making your dreams come true with a little bit of hollow notes. I want The lovely hollow notes.
4: Blue-eyed soul from Philadelphia.
5: Well, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, making someone's dreams come true, that seems like a tall order.
4: Well, I think the whole thing is, you know, I've always looked at it and said, you know, how do you make someone happy? How do you make someone's dreams come true? I mean, that is a, it's a very easy thing to say, a very difficult thing to do. Right. Because it says that, someone else's happiness is your responsibility.
5: Exactly. As, appo- exactly. As
4: opposed to each person finding their own happiness with their own responsibility, and having their own obligations to do that. And also the fact that it's, it's some kind of uh, patronizing in that I have the power to make you happy. Right. That you can't be happy unless I can do something for you. And I think, again, it, it takes it away from the ability of people saying, this is who I am. This is who I'm all about, and, you know, these are the things that I need to make me happy.
5: Well, I think that's that's a good leading to kind of what what are the things that people really need to make themselves happy, and supposedly there are six things that people need to make them happy. My
4: Cecilia and her list. Uh, you I know like- me <laughs> well. I mean, it's
5: good to have some perspective. So the first thing we already talked about is social relationships. So we talked about really romantic relationships, but also friendships are massively important. Well, I think
4: this is really. You know, I think people don't understand the importance of friendships because many people don't know how to be friends. Mm. People have, you know, we look at Facebook, you know, people say, oh, I've got 565 friends. Yeah, but okay, you got 565 people you know that you have a little cursory relationship with but you don't really necessarily know them. You know nothing about them. You don't know what makes them tick. You don't know if you can count on them, you know, other than you'll be able to pass a, uh, you know, posting around or whatever, so Mm. the idea of And I think probably the thing is that it's a difficult thing because in order to create a real social relationship, there needs to be a face-to-face contact. At some point, you need to be able to sit there and talk to a person, look them in their eye, look them in their face, get to know them, understand what makes them tick, makes them, you know, happy, makes them, you know, interesting. Right. And why they should be, you know, part of your social network as opposed to just acquiring things.
5: I think also it kind of goes to the point of what is happiness – and and the idea that happiness really isn't everything. So I, I know that sounds very weird that I would say that. But what I mean by that is that depends on what kind of happiness you're talking about. There's the momentary happiness. There's the uh, – you went to a club and, and you, they put a song on that you like and you start dancing cause, and that's a momentary happiness. And then there's the happiness when you look back on your life and you say, am I happy with everything I've done, accomplished, what i've what i've witnessed what i've been a part of and that's kind of more about meaning i think something you know bringing up the facebook thing again i think a lot of people get these sort of momentary instances of happiness that's a funny video that's a funny thing someone has said, but it doesn't really add to the meaning of your life. It doesn't really create a happy life when and you look back on it. I mean who's going to remember oh, I remember when I was sitting in front of my computer and saw that amazing <laughs> hilarious cat video you know that's going that's not going to make it when you're on your deathbed. I
4: think, I think if you think if you start looking at your life now and start thinking about you know what have I done in my life heretofore. The thing is, all right, how do we total up those things that are meaningful? Mm. What are the things that I've done that, uh, to this point that if I had to die tomorrow, I could say, oh, damn, that was really good? Yeah. You know, well, I
5: think that's why reflection is a good thing to do every once in a while. Stop, smell the roses and say, you know that's why one of my favorite holidays in the United States is Thanksgiving. It's still it's my, it's absolutely my favorite. Absolutely <laughs> because it's, my favorite. And I you know I, I wish like every country had a Thanksgiving. And maybe it's our it's our you know like uh, eternal optimism of being American. But mm. it's just a day for you to sit down and say you know what I complain about so many things in my life. And today is a day for me to say wait 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 a second I've got some good stuff going on and I got to appreciate that for just a day just one day. Well the only
4: thing is it's a day of. Giving thanks, mm. a day of you know being thankful that you're in a home and a place that you know you can uh, have a roof over your head. You know, it's a way of having family there together and sharing you know, or a people. family you've created, of friends, uh, oh, or, right? Same yeah. thing, you know, having food, you know, be able to share that. And again, a good meal brings you know great conversation and great sense of camaraderie mm. and football. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> see we
5: never were in the football thing at my house so it's really more about the people in the, but you know hey it, we know it's one of the top three things that make people happy when their teams win so 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 we've got happinesses and everything we've got our um, social relationships we've also got something that makes people happy which is planning their happiness. Now, you could say, what What does that mean? A lot of that is, you know, happiness doesn't just come to you. You can't be sitting on your couch and all of a sudden happy stuff happens to you. For the most part, you've got to go out and look for it. You've got to say, what are my interests? What are the things that I like? And make that happen in your life.
4: Well, it's the whole thing. You've got you to create the environment mm. for you. I mean, it's you're right. You can't sit back there and say, you know... Oh, somebody's gonna come through the door and you know, I'm gonna be happy all of a sudden. You know, you gotta really go out there and grab life. Yeah. It's like the old thing about power. Power is not given, power is taken. Right. Same thing with happiness. You know, no one is going to give you happiness. You've got to take it, you gotta seize the moment, you gotta find the things that make you feel good. That's and get right. more and more and more. And it's the whole thing, like you're saying, uh, you know, let's do more, not less. That's
5: right. That's number four in the list. Do more, no, not, not less. less. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so they say that happiest people are people that are busy but not crazy rushed. So you don't feel stressed, but you feel like you've got stuff to do. Right. You're right. not you know, sitting around the house staring at the ceiling all day. So that's, that's a huge thing, too, is keeping your mind busy, keeping your body busy. And that not, makes us feel happy. And not
4: letting you know, if it's you know, the busy stuff work you know, become so much of a preponderance in your life mm-hmm. that you're able to, you know, look at other things and be able to say, you've got to have a little bit of fun time as much as I have the work time.
5: Right. And I think that, you know, another thing too is definitely about giving. Mm. I think when, when we look at... um. An important way to to get happy is definitely about um, there's taking and and what goes back to that meaning thing when you're um, when you're taking you feel happy you're get you're buying something for yourself you're whatever you're doing you're you're cooking a good meal in that moment and you're tasting something delicious that's that's you taking in stuff from the world. But actually, a lot about being happy is giving, and that, that rush of emotion that people get when they give something is actually super important too to your overall happiness. Well,
6: it's
4: interesting. I went shopping uh, last week with a friend. We were looking to buy a baby gift, you know, they're having a uh, baby shower. And, you know, walking through there and picking out baby clothes and all that, you know, I'm far from, you know, wanting to pick out baby clothes and all of that. <laughs> but I'll pick out something you know, for for your baby. You know, baby. I'll do that. And that'll, that'll be my good feeling for that moment. But, again, there was something about sharing an experience of mm-hmm. going, oh, isn't this cute? You know, and what do you think? You think it might be good for the Well, we need to get this because the kid is only three months and they grow so fast. So, we need, so it's, it's like that that whole sense of sharing about really nothing but to give you such a good feeling while you're going through it. So I think those kind of things is all about looking at the moments in your life and creating moments that can make you feel good.
5: Yeah. And, and and then of course there's the most obvious one, which is our last one on the list, which is do not do a job you hate. Right. A lot of people unfortunately are in, in work situations that they don't like, but at the same time, um, you got to really figure out a way of getting out of that situation if you want to truly be happy. I mean, you do spend most of your day working. Working. That's true. And if you're in an environment where you're unhappy most of the day, it's going to inform pretty much everything in your life
4: because you're going to bring it home. Oh yeah. And you know the people you're living with are going to find you to be miserable and uh, undesirable to have around. So it's a case where. People say, "Well, I got to work, you know, because I need the money." Well, okay, that's a good thing to feel about. And then you get start thinking, "Well, if I get this money, this paycheck is going to go to pay this bill, or I'll be able to put some money aside to buy new clothes for the kids." You know, mm. finding you know some good out of it, and at the same time looking to fill the rest of your day, at least part of it, with trying to find a new job, looking at yeah, what yeah. Are the, what are the things that I do well?
5: Well, that's the thing too. I think people forget. And this is a real cheesy lead in. You my friend are a shining star as far as Earth Wind and Fire is concerned anyways. And you gotta make sure that you, you live live your life. Be a shining star.
4: At Radio Canal, Barcelona, 106.9 English Radio. And here's my shining star, Cecilia.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. So, of course, we have to do our science facts of the week.
4: Love it. Love it.
5: So everyone, number one, everyone that bought into the idea, and I did too, that red wine prolongs your life and heart health just got some bad news. Although I don't think it will affect world wine sales, scientists in Italy have disproven the oft-repeated belief that red wine reduces your chance for heart disease or cancer due to the high levels of the antioxidant resveratrol.
4: I'm not giving up my red wine. <laughs> I am not giving up my red wine. Because, well, honestly, I notice a difference. In drinking red wine versus white wine. Oh, I,
5: th- I think there is. The thing is, you know, initially that whole idea came about with, with, with something that was called the French paradox. So how is it that these French people are eating butter from when they wake up to when they go to bed at night? And
4: cream. And, and, and they're
5: not dying of heart attacks every five minutes. Yeah, I And think- so they they thought maybe it's the red wine that they drink. So we're going to have to still keep searching. Yes. I'd I'll love keep, to be part of that study. I'll keep, I'll Take keep, me to France. I'll and will like sampling. Eat, eat things, drink things.
4: I'll keep sampling. and Well, <laughs> I, I, I cook, you know, a uh, the, the lot of uh, with southern cooking is butter and uh, oh, yeah. all the rest. Of it. But we balance it off with uh, the New style and do peppers and onions and garlic to keep everything healthy from that standpoint. <laughs> and I'm introducing my Catalan friends now to pepper because... Pepper is something that you need to have. And again, the capsaicin in various peppers is a very healthy thing to have. So just because it's burning a little bit, it means it's helping to clean all that bad stuff out of your system. That's right. That's
5: right. Well, now we're going on to number two. So firstborn children really do have an advantage in life. turns out that the attention they receive from their parents before their sibling or siblings were born makes a difference. They often do better in school and make more money in their careers. So for those younger siblings... Feel free to goof off in life. It's your destiny. Don't worry about it.
6: <laughs> yeah, does it
4: work for only children as well?
5: It does. So actually, more U.S. presidents have been only children or firstborn children. Yeah. I mean, by by huge margins, actually, compared to yeah. to second or thirdborn kids. I don't. They say that maybe just even even if it's just a few years, the attention, the direct attention they get from parents um, with the first child somehow has has results. They also could say it. that it could be because older kids tend to mentor their younger siblings. Hmm. And so, in the case where they they are the oldest and not only children they've they've started kind of being leaders from when they were quite young in the household, kind of helping their siblings learn about how to do things and kind of leading the pack so makes knows?
4: sense yeah. makes sense
5: So number three we're often told to forgive and forget the wrongs that we suffer, and it turns out that there might be some scientific truth behind the common saying. A study from researchers at the University of St Andrews in Scotland shows that the details of a transgression are more susceptible to forgetting when that transgression has been forgiven.
4: See, I'm an old school kind of guy. I may forgive, but I won't forget. <laughs> <laughs> I will not forget. No, I'm not seriously. I mean, I, there's I have a grudge. Probably going back 50 years. Hmm. That if I ever see this person again, I'm going to walk up and just cold cock it right in the mouth.
5: Wow, wow.
4: So I mean, I just I mean, there's I believe yes, it's there's something.
5: But do you think you've totally forgiven this person then?
4: Well, I guess maybe not. <laughs> I guess maybe you've not. Because if you truly moved
5: on, you would be like fifty years later. Who is that guy?
4: No, yeah, I guess <laughs> no. <laughs> I, yeah, I, no, probably not. Probably not. I just uh, maybe I've have forgotten the forgiveness or you know minimized it, but no, probably not. You know, it, it's true. I mean, I'm I'm an Old Testament kind of person that way. You know, <laughs> you know, I believe in you know that. Uh, the no, punishment has to be meted out, you know, with the transgression.
5: Well, you know, that kind of leads me to my next thing, which is about, you know, who we are and how we look at the world is really shaped by when we were born and what point of life we were living in. So it turns out there's a silver lining to this recession that we've all been, okay. been living in the past few years. New research reveals that economic conditions in the formative years of early adulthood may play a role. In what? It may play a role in people's behavior. So the research shows that people who entered their adulthood during hard economic times are less narcissistic later in life than those who came of age during more prosperous times.
4: Okay, I, I could buy that because, again, a lot of parents during prosperous times you know, shower their kids with all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff and uh, the kids get a warped sense of reality. Right. Like, this should be what I have all the time where right. coming up where you didn't have it you know, you tend, to, you tend to appreciate the good things when they do happen. So right, that, right. That makes that makes sense. Huh? I like that one.
5: Well, I'm in terrible trouble because I grew up in the 70s and 80s, and it was, we were just flush with things then, so. <laughs>
4: yes, that's, that's true. But you've turned out well. <laughs> so
5: it's me, 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 me. You've
4: turned out well, Cece. You really <laughs> have, you know. And again, I can't, uh, you know, speak, you know, for your husband, but I'm sure he must be happy.
5: Well, I don't know. Happy wife, happy life. I'm happy, so he must be happy. <laughs>
4: You will be happy.
6: (laughs) Exactly. I'm
5: going to make him happy, right?
6: Right, right.
5: So anyway, we want to thank everyone for tuning in today. Hope that you learned a little bit about if you're not happy already, maybe how to get happy. Get some of those things going on in your life. What
4: you need to do is, you know, if you aren't really sure, you know, give uh, Cecilia and I, you know, a uh, little buzz. Either call us here at the radio station or send us an email, even better, English radio Thursdays at com, and talk about what you'd like to hear us talk about on the show and uh, what you'd like to do. Just to have us, you know, do. And if nothing else, give us a little buzz and uh, maybe we can do a little one on one counseling to help you get happy.
5: (laughs) So that's all for today. Please don't forget to tune in tomorrow to English Radio Friday at 9 a.m. to hear Katrina and Sam listen to RKB 106.9 Monday through Friday. And now we have, of course, a very happy song to close out with.
1: Racabe, Senispo nau e faema.